Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Jake, you know what you should not do? You son of a bitch. <laughs> don't say it don't what should i not do up. Oh, i hate you <laughs> i hate you for opening with that <laughs> i think you sent me a tweet or you posted a tweet that was like if don't look up when's best picture i'm going to directly contribute to global warming <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go outside i'm gonna aim a can of hairspray at the sun and then just let it rip <laughs> what was that movie we watched or a youtube video where they like they're like slowly in slow motion holding like uh you know like the things the plastic rings that like sodas would come in or beers <laughs> they're like throwing them into the ocean yeah. and shit. <laughs> I it, what we were watching listen my favorite pastime is throwing car batteries in the ocean and you cannot stop me <laughs> oh my god yeah that's like i think two years ago a tesla exploded on lake champlain really yeah like on the lake yeah because when it freezes people drive on it to get to new that, york yeah that's that's what i remember you telling me that and so like a tesla was driving over the frozen ice on the lake and it exploded they were actually doing donuts on the lake yeah. and it exploded <laughs> it exploded that's so <laughs> fucking dumb and they had like i forget what the details were you could probably find the news article about it but they had two weeks to get it off of the ice and no tow trucks wanted to go onto the ice because of like the liabilities and they were just stuck trying to figure out how to get this like a blown up tesla off the ice (laughs) did they end up getting it off yeah i think they did i just know like every day it was on the lake they were getting fined and then also (laughs) (laughs) no way of like getting it off it's just like it's like that spongebob meme where it's just like that office on fire and all the employees are freaking out and there's papers flying everywhere (laughs) like there's just an office of people somewhere like we gotta get this fucking tesla off the lake and they're just they're just at a loss for what to do about it for two weeks (laughs) god that's so fucking stupid not as stupid as don't look up though 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, no, I mean, I mean, I say that not because I don't believe in climate change or global warming or anything like that, but I just, I fucking hated that movie, man. Yeah, I mean, I think there were some redeeming qualities. I thought uh, Timothy Chalamet was kind of funny in it. I also thought <laughs> his character uh, was good. Yeah, no, fucking. Yeah. There is one line that me and my friend quote a lot, where where he's like in the car with uh, Leo and Jennifer Lawrence, and like he's just like, "Yo, can I be vulnerable in your car?" <laughs> <laughs> that like that. That's a funny fucking thing to say. Yeah, I thought Jonah Hill was funny in it too. But did you? Yeah, I thought he was kind of funny. Uh, i don't know it's just that brand of humor is just super not for me it's, yeah you, you know like that kind of snl genre of like haha we're so funny and also progressive and politically you know forward think it's just it doesn't feel funny for the sake of being funny and i know that's something i kind of talked about um in our episode about a film so weird it works with a uh, greener grass and psycho gorman but yeah, no, it's just it's not the style of comedy for me. It just feels too forced. Yeah. Yeah, but not a fan of Don't Look Up. I I mean, people work so fucking hard on movies. You know what I mean? Like movies are birthed out of hundreds of people working their fucking asses off. Yeah. Most of them for really shitty wages, most of them for really long hours, most of them, you know, in the face of a lot of shitty mistreatment. So, you know, if an Oscar win or a few would bring happiness, you know, especially like to the PAs and the fucking, you know, the grunt workers of those movies, it's like, you know, I'm not against it, but it's just, it's not a good movie. Yeah. The writing and the, uh, <laughs> I didn't like the editing and just, I, Oh my I God, dude. Holy text shit. On the screen, like emojis flying all over the screen. Just what the fuck? <laughs> it's not, funny <laughs> no it doesn't work stop doing it yeah no i mean especially you know i work at a fucking trailer house so you know i work in an office full of editors and it just sucks to see a movie like that be like oh best editing because it's like no that's no it's just it's bohemian rhapsody all over again you know it's just it's nominated because it has the most editing not the best mm, editing yeah yeah, yeah, so no, I'm not a fan of that. Um, how do you feel about the Oscar noms, like, <laughs> otherwise? Um, I think there were some snubs. I would have liked to see Red Rocket in there. Yeah, uh, R.I.P. Red Rocket. I mean, Simon Rex in that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, definitely, you know, I think a screenplay nod would have been worthy. Um, Susanna Sun, even, she was fucking great. Yeah. Um, I also and, am you know, a little confused that like the years like who what are they allowing in you know what i mean because it's like yeah. i see some things that are 2020 some that are 2021 yeah you know i wish i had a good answer for you i what i believe the case is is like the eligibility for oscars um there's like an el an eligible eligibility window and it's not you know like the calendar year so like uh. some movies from because it depends on like when they release but what what their release is defined as can change or not can change, but it, you know, it can be screened publicly, but not count as the release. So, you know, I, I don't fucking know. Uh, interesting. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was something with like COVID or something like that, because I've, this is my first time really digging deep and tackling mm -hmm. the ballot and dig deep. You have, how many do you have <laughs> left to see? 
Uh, I think seven or eight, but I don't know if I'm going to finish. I definitely, I don't know. I just kind of getting sick of it. And what's left aside from worst person in the world, which I still need to see everything. Oh, it's so good. I'm so excited for you. Doesn't have me as excited, you know, the rest that I have left. Um, Yeah, no, I I totally feel that. I mean, I'm definitely going to go see all the best picture noms. Um, hmm. I've still got a couple of those left, but yeah, no, there's a few I'm going to skip out on. Um, I'm looking through the list now to see if there's anything in particular. Um. Oh, you know, Raya or Raya and the Last Dragon. Remind me to bring that one up. But um, that's nominated for best animated feature. Yeah, um, and that's also one of the films we'll be discussing today. Is directed by that same director. <laughs> hey, you caught my segue. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that before we record this episode. I'm like, all right, let's start talking about the Oscars, and then like, I'm sure we'll find a good segue into the first movie. And then, bam, I just see the director's name here. I'm like, oh, well, there's our segue. There it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, before we launch too deep into it, um, I mean, out of the Best Picture nominees, Nightmare Alley, I'm seeing this weekend. Um, Belfast, I haven't seen yet. Uh, still got to see King Richard. Um, and still have to see Coda. Yeah. But I have seen Dune, and Dune was fucking incredible. Um, I'm okay with it not winning Best Picture, even though it probably was my favorite movie out of all of these, purely because they're doing part two, and I think part two is going to fucking be even better. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know. Have you read Dune before? Never read Dune. I've read the better book called Hyperion, which came out around the same time. Oh, interesting. I don't think I've heard of That's also getting a theatrical release in the future, I believe. Interesting. Well... The thing with Dune is like, you know, this was part one. Part two is where shit goes down. Part two goes in a very interesting direction for, you know, a big Hollywood blockbuster, I think. Yeah, I had some so, friends that said Dune was just a big trailer for Dune 2. Part no, two. for re- like yeah. this was just, Dune part one was just a big like inciting incident for what happens in the second movie. Cool. That's um, exciting. I think it's so, going to yeah. take it though, Jake. I think I, I mean, I would be okay with it. Dune or West Side Story, maybe. West Side Story. I mean, fucking Spielberg just knows how to make a fucking movie. Yeah. Like it, it felt like Spielberg and especially the DP, uh, Kaminsky, it felt like them just like, you know, kind of tongue in cheek, like showing off a little bit. Like, yeah, we're, we're, we're the best at making movies <laughs> there is. Um, that being said, I didn't like the romance between, um, what's his face in Maria. I don't know the romance in it. It just didn't feel like it didn't feel honest. Like it Mm. just, it looked like two people just singing at each other. And it was like, where's the love, man? Like it didn't feel, I don't know. Just it, the movie was so good in every single aspect. And then just completely forgot to like make those two characters feel in love. But, um, you know what the romance was good in or romance in quotes, I should say. Oh, I think I know where you're going. Licorice pizza? Licorice pizza. Blind did you spotting. see licorice pizza? <laughs> no, I did see licorice pizza. I liked oh. it. It's like two different people that love each other, not as romantically, but they're on different mm-hmm. paths. You know, they love yeah, each other. Yeah, I, I think it's um I think it's a different kind of love, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's the love that you see in, you know, movies like Licorice Pizza where it's you know, less physical, less romantic, and more of a kind of like, 
you know, not love in a relationship sense and more of just kind of like a, it's like a take, it's like a step away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, different than the love in a movie like, uh, like power of the dog, which is, have you seen power of the dog yet? Yep. How do you feel about power of the dog? Yeah. I really liked power of the dog. I I think Jesse Plemons is going to take best supporting actor. Oh, I would love for him to, I would love for him and uh, Kristen Bell to both get Oscars. Mm. That would just be, that would be cute. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, oh, what about Drive My Car, man? You know, I wasn't as impressed with Drive My Car. I did like it, but it mm-hmm. just wasn't, uh, I don't see it doing that full sweep like Parasite did. Yeah, no, I think Parasite's definitely a lot more engaging yeah. of a film. Um, I don't even know if I want to say more engaging, but I think more engaging for a wider audience, I would say. Um you know, it, it's kind of got almost that shock factor that grabs you in. Whereas Drive My Car, you know, you kind of, it's three hours long and it's very subtle and it's very nuanced and you really kind of have to want it to get yeah. the full experience out of it. So, I mean, I would fucking love it <laughs> if Hamaguchi <laughs> just pulled up and fucking shut that shit down. But yeah. Cool. And then, um, yeah, so another another one of the movies that's in uh nominated is ryan the last dragon which is directed by carlos lopez estrada and you know what else that man directed a movie that feels awfully like some fucking mcdonald's sprite (laughs) (laughs) you did not fucking tell me you were gonna do that that wasn't that wasn't in post or anything he actually just fucking did i want to surprise you Holy shit! Oh, it's drinking? spicy. Uh, <laughs> blind spotting is spicy. Let me tell you that. What uh, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a. Uh, well, it's unfortunately not a McDonald's Sprite. I did order a McDonald's Sprite and watched both films that we're going to talk about today while drinking oh, fu- it. Oh fuck yeah! The yeah. both films that we're going to talk about today on the Fox Den Film Club. Hello, everybody. Yes, we had a long intro there. Welcome to episode six of Fox Den Film Club. Hi, I'm am... very glad you said episode six because I forgot which one it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of the hosts, uh, Mitch. I'm Jake. What's up, Jake? Hello, and uh, thanks for joining us. We're gonna. This is our first time doing a really fucking obscure prompt. Um, <laughs> We're going to try to stick to the meme. Yeah, yeah, I I mean, I think it's just, there's some, I mean, I'm sure y'all have had a McDonald's Sprite in the past because that's not something that's easily forgotten. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm sure you've seen a lot of movies like that where it feels the same fucking way. And I'm very excited for this one because, I mean, you know, I we always interpret the prompt differently. And I think that's one of the things I really dig about doing this with you. Yeah. But um, this one in particular, I think... The two films we're going to talk about, while they're both, you know, like a nice hit of McDonald's Sprite, they are very fucking different. Oh, 100%. But you know, yeah, I, so got, I got some little back pocket similarities for us. Ooh, some little filibusting going to happen? A little bit. Yeah, so, all right. So tell me about uh, tell me about your movie that you picked. All right, me. yeah. I chose uh, Blind Spotting. It came out in 2018. We'll quickly go through that letterbox description. It's got a sexy tagline. What's Change the, tag the way you see. Oh, that's fucking perfect. Yeah. Um, so let's get into it. Colin must make it through his final three days of probation mm-hmm. for a chance at a new beginning. He and his troublemaking childhood best friend, Miles, 
work as movers, and when Colin witnesses a police shooting, the two men's friendship is tested as they grapple with the identity and their changed realities in the rapidly gentrifying neighborhood they grew up in. Mm. Yes, rapidly gentrifying indeed. Did you ever happen to see uh, The Last Black Man in San Francisco? Yes, I think both of these films compare very well together. I was going to bring mm. that up. I mean, it's about kind of the same world, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think and Last Black Man in San Francisco is a little more serious and... Uh, Blind yeah, definitely a little more comical, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, blind spotting. I would call it, you know, a a, a comedy, a dramedy, maybe even a yeah, dark like comedy. That. You know, it's definitely it's not afraid to you know, just you know, joke around, have fun. Um, I mean, you know, the first thirty minutes of the movie, I went into it, you know, kind of thinking, you know, like when he sees that police shooting, you you mentioned, like I thought that that was just going to kind of like directly lead to the rest of the movie like okay what's this going to be about is it going to be about a dude like on the run from like the cops but like as in the cops when they're off duty because they don't want any witnesses (laughs) but yeah no it's just because the movie takes its time and has some fun and explores the dynamic between these two best friends and it's fucking it's funny man yeah it's really really funny i think it the reason i chose it for the prompt is because for me, McDonald's Sprite, it's like first sip fucking hits you. It's spicy yeah. on the tongue. You know? Spicy. And I yeah. think a lot of the scenes in this are really like punch in the face. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's. I mean, you take a sip of uh, a nice spicy Sprite from good old Ronald. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's a fucking, it, it like wakes you up. You know what I mean? It's like a, cl- a splash of cold water in the face and, when I was watching Blonde Spotting, I kept feeling like, you know, the same way. It was kind of like a, hey, wake up. Like, this movie's kind of almost like a wake-up call. And, yeah, I mean, just like the title entails, or and even the tagline, you know, it's just, you know, look at shit. Like, really look at shit. Um, and, I mean, there's a genius thing in the movie that I'll talk about because I don't think it's spoiling anything. But um, his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend... Um, she's studying for psychology and one of the things she's studying is like this optical illusion where you either see a vase or we, we've like, all seen it yeah 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 we've yeah. all fucking seen it we've all seen it go whoa on the back but... of the applebee's you know kids menu <laughs> <laughs> i swear totally, I, I saw you're totally fucking right yeah man <laughs> dude on the fucking like bliss brothers fucking kids menu <laughs> That's a deep cut. I wonder if anybody. <laughs> get. Um, yeah, no, but yeah. So it's just like, you know, it's like you're looking at something, but there's a whole nother thing that you're just straight up not seeing. And you've got a blind spot. You're blind spotting. Yeah. It's um, also that like, no matter what, you're going to see something first, you know? Yeah. Before and to seeing see some, the other. And to yeah. see something else, you have to actively look for it. Yeah. You have to retrain your brain. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of like an allegory. I mean, you know, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. We're we're not really anybody who should preach about race in America because we're two fucking white dudes. But you know, I think that's kind of an allegory for race in America. A lot of people think that racism is just like, oh, racism exists. Okay, racism. Like I'm just okay. I'm just not going to be racist now. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not that simple. You have to retrain your brain to kind of realize like all those hidden biases and all those, you know, nuances of all these fucking institutions that are just built upon racism that you just, you don't see you're blind spotting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And 
I think that feeds into probably my favorite fucking quote of the movie. And I know you're big on quotes, so I'm curious if you wrote this one down. But um, the cop that shot the shot the dude, um, he says, uh, "I didn't mean to kill him." Yeah, yeah. And then the other guy says, "Are you sure?" Yeah, I fuck with and that. And God, that fucking blew me away, man. See, my quote that I have, which is in the same scene. Is when he says, I am both pitchers, see both pitchers. Like he's like yelling at the cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 God. I, yeah. No, I mean, I don't want to get too much in that scene because yeah. that's definitely spoiler territory. But yeah, that's... no, it's like, it's a very, very, very layered allegory. And I think it's such a fucking genius, smart movie. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know if it was nominated for best screenplay or anything when it came I out? I don't know. I've never, I haven't looked into anything like that. We could quickly do a little Google yeah, search. Yeah, let me, I've got want. my fucking Google machine right here. Um, cool. Let's see. Blind spotting Oscar noms. Yeah, let's Google that. Aren't you glad um, we don't have to like look it up at the library? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get. <laughs> let's go to the fucking, uh, let's go to the library. at the library right now. Let me phone him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Crub at a library right now? No, I was just fucking with you. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> um, let's see. Release, reception. Um, no, it doesn't look like it uh doesn't look like it made any um any huge Okay. It won it was nominated for Best Male Lead at the Ooh, Independent Spirit Awards. With the Lopez Diggs. Estrada earned a director's guild of america award nomination for outstanding directing first time oh shit it was his first time feature damn nice god damn and uh fun fact um i'm reading off the wiki here in september 2020 stars ordered a tv spinoff of blind spotting with uh jasmine cephas jones set to reprise her role at ash as ashley Davy Diggs and Raphael Casal act as writers and executive producers on the series, with Casal set to serve as showrunner. Uh, the pair also reprised their roles in the premiere episode. Um, guess where they're shooting that? Oh, where you live? The, the building where I work. Oh shit! Cool. Yeah, yeah. I work at a LA Center Studios, and there's like a there's like a big tower, and it's surrounded by sound stages. Oh, and um, I work up in the tower and they're shooting it down on the stages. So every morning when I go in, I like walk past like all the people with the costumes and there's like signs everywhere, like blind spotting this way. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. So I'm so, glad I finally got to see this. And yeah, not only because, you know, I know what the fuck they're shooting there now, but because God, was it a fucking sip of McDonald's Sprite, man? It was such a fucking, it was such a wake up call. Cause you know, I think it's natural to just assume like, Oh yeah, we're, I'm a good guy. Like I'm a good person, but you know, you can just, you can always get better. You can always look at things more closely and yeah, you can always see things you didn't see before and be aware of shit like that. With the, uh, another like reason I think this fits the prompt really well is like the sound design and sound mixing. It's like every time he has a flashback or when he witnesses the shooting at first, Dewey, stop jumping. <laughs> dog is just jumping up and down. Fuck off. <laughs> He's a big fan of blind spotting. Can you blame him? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, when he witnesses the shooting, it's like really distorting audio. I feel like oh, fucking yeah. Drake in that Sprite commercial. <laughs> <laughs> With his fucking face coming yeah. apart. <laughs> God, yeah. No, I mean, I'm luckily uh, 
I mean, luckily, uh, neither of my roommates were home when I got home from work and threw this movie on. So I was able to fucking play it loud. Oh, and nice. God, is this a movie to play loud? It's, yeah, no, like the dream sequences yes, and the yes. flashbacks and the more abstract moments. Like they really, they don't pull any punches when it comes to sound, which is fucking, you know, working at a trailer house is rule number one. So it was really cool to see. Yeah. Or I should say here. Yeah, I really like that distortion. I think that helps to add to this, like, this sprite vibe, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, you know, it tastes staticky, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't taste smooth and buttery like like our voices with these new microphones we've got. It tastes, you know, it tastes sharp. Yeah, real sharp. Mm -hmm. What is your McDonald's order, by the way? Like, when you go to McDonald's. Do you go to McDonald's ever? Yeah, we go to McDonald's. Um, my order is usually uh, the double cheeseburger meal, like two cheeseburgers mm-hmm. um, with no ketchup and no onions. Even though I like ketchup and onions, I just don't like them on their burgers. Yeah, no, uh, see, I'm I'm the same way. I get, I get two double cheeseburgers, and I get them with no pickles. Oh, um, shit, nice. I fucking love pickles. I'm the biggest goddamn pickle fan you'll ever meet. Oh, but I don't dude. like McDonald's pickles. Do I have a fucking life-changing invention for you? What? <laughs> Do I, you? I, I got this thing. My girlfriend got it for me for Christmas. It's like a, uh, it's like this plasticky thing that you dump all your pickles into, and then you. Wait, can... is it the thing that's kind of shaped like an hourglass? Uh, the mine's not like an hourglass, but I've seen those ones. But yeah, separates the liquid from the uh, the pickle. So you can just reach in and get a pickle without having to like dip your hands in the liquid? Yeah, so mine's got kind of like a handle, and you pull the handle up, and it just lifts all the pickles out. And then you just grab whatever pickle you want. And then you Holy let it go, and it goes back shit. into the liquid. I'll God link you the Amazon. It was only like I, Yeah, no, bucks. please do. I saw that fucking... I've seen those on TikTok before. <laughs> yeah, man. That's so fucking cool. You ever, t- you ever just take a sip of pickle juice, like from the pickle jar? We used to do that in high school, Jake. Me really? and you. Oh, I think we did it with you. Really? Yeah, we'd take a shot of whiskey and then take a shot of pickle juice. We oh, definitely oh, did yeah. that at like. Oh yeah, no, no. You, you. I remember you're the one who introduced me to picklebacks. I was at um, I don't think it was your apartment. I think it was like a friend of yours' place when I was up visiting in Burlington once. Oh, we did them in Burlington. Okay. Yeah, we were in Burlington, and God, I forget whose fucking place or house we were at because I don't even remember the names of any of the people I met. But yeah, yeah we were at. We were at somebody's place, and yeah, no, that was the first time I tried a pickleback. And ladies and gentlemen, if you've never tried a pickleback, that shit's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, they're good. Do you still do you often get picklebacks? Because I get one whenever I'm at a place that serves them. No, I went to a bar once that had a pickle martini, and it was like had a pickle in it, and had pickle juice in it, and like other shit, and it was nasty. But oh, was it real? Yeah, see, I feel like that wouldn't be good. Yeah, it's like yeah, it no, novelty. like I. I think specifically the whiskey pairing works really well with the pickleback. A pickleback, by the way, is just you take a shot and then you take a shot of pickle juice and the fucking chemistry that happens, it just, it, you can feel the pickle juice like wipe the taste of liquor from your mouth. Yeah, it takes it like, over. It, yeah. yeah, it just takes it over, but not in like a chaser way where it's like, okay, it takes liquor, but also Coke. Like it's, it just, it makes it disappear. It vanishes. It's fucking. It's a fascinating it's experience. Houdini. Yeah, it's some Houdini ass shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. No, it's just, it's just, it's fucking crazy. You know what else is fucking crazy though? What's that? Speed Racer 2008 by the Wachowski sisters. Hell yeah! With the tagline of 
go. <laughs> I just crack open another sprite. <laughs> <laughs> I was like half hoping you would. <laughs> or just like shoot a gun in the air. <laughs> or like somehow just like, like I wish I had a fucking soundboard so I could just play the noise of like a car exhaust starting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, go is just a very simple fitting tagline. Yeah, it's the shortest sentence in the English language, and <laughs> goddamn, does it work for a tagline on a movie like this? Yeah, man. So, uh, Speed Racer uh, from 2008. It's by the uh, Wachowski sisters who have done, you know, The Matrix. No fucking big deal. Um, Speed Racer is the tale of a young and brilliant racing driver. When corruption in the racing leagues costs his brother his life, he must team up with the police and the mysterious Racer X to bring an end to the corruption and criminal activities. Inspired by the cartoon series. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it was an anime. It sounds weird to call that a cartoon series, but... Yeah. yeah, so have you like seen the anime or anything like that for Speed Racer? I've seen Racer? like little clips of it. Like I definitely have seen it in popular media as well. Oh I yeah, think. like I'm I'm sure you the viewer have fucking seen, you know, Speed Racer paraphernalia in your life. Um I'm not familiar with any of that. Um I just, you know, I fuck with the Matrix real hard. Um I fuck with the Wachowski sisters and god do I fuck with Speed Racer. That movie is like you remember pixie sticks like the candy yeah <laughs> it's, it's it's like just pouring one into each of your eyes like it's it's like taking a listerine strip to each of your eyes while like staring into like a really cold air conditioning <laughs> yeah that wasn't movie there a, wasn't there a fairly odd parents episode that like ripped off of speed racer as well was there really yeah it's God, like in I, the movie really yeah, yeah man. no I, I mean i'm trying to fucking rack my brain but i can't remember man here i'll send but, you um, a photo but yeah yeah, no <laughs> please do but <laughs> yeah speed racer man i fucking i love this movie and one thing i love about this movie is talking to other people about this movie because i mean i don't know if you've seen the letterbox page for it but like the review scale is, is all over the fucking place (laughs) it's like it's got like equal ratings for every single star amount from half star to five star it's fucking it is so divisive um and i love this movie i am i don't want to call myself an apologist for this movie because that infers there's anything to apologize for it (laughs) i think it's fucking perfect man what did you think of it yeah i thought like the early on cgi was a little like booty at first uh, yeah especially when he's like a kid yeah it takes a second like to get into it almost yeah and i thought it kind of i think i think it had a few too many races it was a little long i think think four races is too many yeah (laughs) your your cutoffs at three races maybe three i mean it's that runtime's like two hours and 30 minutes isn't it yeah that's the fucking thing too it's like it's it's so McDonald's Sprite and how it just does not fucking let you go. Like, it's yeah. just, it's not a quick little, like, oh, let's go see 90 minute movie. It's like, no, like, you're going to sit down, you're going to shut up, and you're going to see God for two and a half hours. Yeah. I was happy with, like, the cast, you know? I like mm-hmm. uh, Christina Ritchie and Yeah, John I'm so glad you brought her up. I love her so much. Yeah. Yeah, and I know you're a big, uh, you're a big Buffalo 66 fan, too, yeah? 
Yeah, so it was cool seeing her in that. Um, mm. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, uh, I haven't seen her in too much other than that. So anytime I do see her on screen, it's always, it's always a nice gift. And I mean, yeah. you know, speaking of gifts, John Goodman, what a yeah. fucking, what a fucking pillar of humanity that guy is. I love him so much. For real. I remember you texted me when you were watching the movie, and I was like, Mitchell, wait till you get to the Nanja scene. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? What did you think? I thought it was just wacky, funny, mm. really cool. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, for those of you who maybe haven't seen Speed Racer, um, as opposed to those who have and are listening along, um, Speed Racer is not a normal movie. Um, it throws it, you right into the mix, like from the beginning. It's like so. You know how there's memes out there about marvel movies and how like just everything is just like a, a lone dude standing in front of a blue screen or a green screen this is like that same kind of movie but if it, <laughs> it but if doing so slapped yeah you know what like the cgi in this movie it's in your face it is unabashedly clearly cgi it is not winning any fucking awards for in the realism department you know, know what I mean? It's like watching a PS2 game and being like, oh, yeah, it looks realistic. But <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, they're, they're not focused on realism. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. They're just focused on what does this make the audience feel instead of, oh, does this look real? Which is like, why the fuck would you have any other philosophy of movie making? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think with this film... Similar to blind spotting, you know, it has that. It, this is more fast and distorting visually, whereas blind spotting was more distorting audibly. Oh God, fucking damn it, man! You're totally right. <laughs> <laughs> you're blowing me away once again. Yeah, no, you're totally right. And you know, I mean, even whereas this is like, um, this is you know, so in your face psychedelic crazy kaleidoscopic nonsense in a visual sense i feel like blind spotting is also in a way but in how it kind of like dismantles your you know your perception of so many social issues going on Mm -hmm. which is you know now that that's come out of my mouth it sounds like a funny comparison to make but you know i think it's a similar experience they're both kind of just like holy shit this is wild where one is about race in America and one is about, you know, seeing the face of the father, the Lord himself (laughs) on your screen (laughs) in a fucking wacky cartoon. Do you, okay. Do you think speed racer is like a kid's movie? I I'd say it's a kid's movie. Like not a movie that's enjoyed by kids, but like a kid's movie, like, like the SpongeBob movie, SpongeBob SquarePants, the movie. Like that's a kid's movie, right? Yeah. It's yeah. certainly enjoyable for adults, but it is a kid's movie. Yeah, Do you I think, think Speed you could Racer... say the same for this, unless you disagree. You, you would say I, the same for this? I would say the same. I, I, I'm, still, I'm still undecisive because every part of me wants to say yes. Like just on paper, I want to say yes. But just the way that fucking Speed Racer makes me feel, man, it's just like, I don't know. It's it's hard for me to say that it's a kid's movie. Yeah. Because it's can, just, what what's up? What's up? Can we talk about the head transitions? 
<laughs> yeah, I, don't, I didn't know what to call them, but they are so fucking sick. Oh, they're so fucking sick, and they're everywhere. Yeah, it's like every few minutes you get one. Yeah, it's like it's somebody's like, going into a monologue, and it's just like <laughs> this changing scenes with their head. Yeah, and they're just panning their face across the screen like, you can do it, Speed Racer! Like, <laughs> imagine watching a movie, and you see the most jarring thing you've ever fucking seen in a movie. And then imagine <laughs> they keep doing that constantly for the entire rest of the movie and it works yeah there's like one point where like five or six characters it's all <laughs> happening at once yeah, they're all going in different fucking directions <laughs> oh man what did you think about the monkey dude the monkey is awesome the monkey slap i want to make a list of movies that just inexplicably have a pet monkey in them. Yeah, I like that. Because it's never like, oh, it's this, you know, baboon that we rescued from. No, there's just, they got a pet monkey. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think word of advice that you can get from this movie is like anytime an old white man in a suit <clears throat> is trying to get you to say yes to anything, it's always a bad <laughs> idea. It's just like, don't do it. <laughs> God, that's so fucking true. <laughs> I mean, I just bought a car too, so I just had that goddamn same experience. <laughs> Ugh. You know, I mean, I was at the dealer and, you know, cars are at a fucking premium right now. Yeah. And he, he was trying to be like, oh, you know, like there's a shortage of cars, so you should pay more. It's like, that doesn't fucking make sense. Fuck you. Um, I ended up screwing them and getting real good on the car though. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, my car was not as cool as Speed Racers, though. I'll tell you that much. No, no, not not as cool. I mean, I like it. it wasn't as cool as his, and not it's as certainly fast. Yeah. <laughs> not as fast. It doesn't make the road turn in kaleidoscopic, colorful liquid when I drive across it. Unfortunately, <laughs> God, yeah, no, I love that movie. What did you think about? I don't want to like the not twist, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. So where they, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, the not twist, you know? Yeah. Without, I thought it was kind of cool. Describing it. I liked it. I mean, they kind of lead you in one direction and then it's like, I don't know. At first I thought it was like too obvious. And then Same. Like, yeah. I was like, duh. And yeah. you're like, oh, okay. And then they're like, I don't know. Yeah. And then it's not. And it's like, you know, like again, for a movie that I guess some could call a kid's movie, um, you know, I feel like that's a really cool thing to include. It's like a pretty grown up idea to have something like that happen. Yeah, it is pretty interesting, pretty dark for yeah, pretty this dark. man to just ditch him. <laughs> but hey, let me tell you, that's the only thing dark about that movie, because goddamn is it colorful. Yeah, it's colorful. I mean, there are some moments, you know, I I felt like there was a lot of like overcoming the racing world's like injustices, you know, and mm -hmm. like um, kind of like I don't know how to explain it. The the rich is like shitting on the poor in that movie, and yeah. they're uh, I don't know how should I word it. Are you, are you trying to talk about how it's kind of the same situation that's going on blind spotting because it totally is i mean yeah it's like this the environment seems gentrified and it's like all white racers when they show all of the old racers from yeah. like the 1920s <laughs> and shit yeah exactly i mean they they both kind of take place in this world that's kind of forgetting about the main characters you know what i mean it's trying to throw them by the wayside and completely fuck them over um and i <laughs> it's funny to you know compare a 
post gentrification Oakland to the world of speed racer. But yeah, no, they've definitely, they've definitely got that in common. Yeah. I mean, also both films definitely have a heavy focus on like the environment and the world building, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's like, you get to see all these really cool views in speed racer when they're flying over the city and you get to see like these super like high tech cities that they're going to and all these crazy Mm -hmm. racetracks. And then you've got, a heavy focus on just Oakland in general and blind spotting. Yeah. Have but you, you ever been get to Oakland? I haven't either, but you get just as much character mm-hmm. out of uh, Oakland blind spotting as you do out of the world in Speed Racer. Like you get the character, you get the color, you get the vivaciousness to use a $10 word. Like, yeah, yeah nice. you just, it, it, they just feel so lived in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think like blind spotting as well as this, it's about society's perceptions and changing the way society sees people while in Speed Racer, he kind of needs to change how the racing industry is and change how confident he is in himself. So like the whole steer, don't drive or don't don't steer, drive. Like yeah. that type of shit. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 I forgot about that quote. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, but yeah, no, and I think both those things you mentioned, you know, at the core of it, it comes down to identity. And I mean, even the description of blind spotting, it pretty much tells you, like, yeah, this is a movie about struggling with identity. And I think mm-hmm. that's exactly what Speed Racer is. In a so, way, I think he's doing more better for the whole, you know, like all of racing. He doesn't want racing to be rigged anymore. That mm-hmm. kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. But he's he's doing it not for himself but because it's become a part of him you know what i mean yeah i guess i guess these companies that come in and buy all the racers have stripped the identity from the racers you know yeah, exactly like, exactly yeah 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 and That's then it. in blind spotting you know in a world you're stripped of your identity as well when you live in a place where you know a cop could cut you down at any fucking moment and it's like oh like they say in the movie it's like oh like he was 26 like I guess those 26 years just didn't mean shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought you were going to bring up just kind of being stripped down when you're in a half house on probation. Yeah, that, yeah, physically stripped down too. I mean, you know, like who are you when you're in a situation like that where they're treating you, you know, they're cooping you up like a fucking animal. Like I can't, I mean, I'm, I'm, I can't imagine what that's got to be like, but I can't imagine it's got to, you've got to really feel like a person in that situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's and kind of the company is definitely trying to just in Speed Racer just like treat them less about people and more about just money and winning. Yeah. So yeah, all of it comes down to identity, and I wonder what it is about McDonald's Sprite that <laughs> <laughs> that that just is tied so closely to our identity and our perceptions of ourselves. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, maybe just. Maybe maybe it's just that McDonald's Sprite. You know, you take a sip and your third eye gets fucking jammed out of your forehead and you can finally look <laughs> inwards and see who you truly are. I mean, God, yeah. No, I mean, I'm... See, to kind of try and emulate the experience, I didn't have time to go to McDonald's um, on my way home from work, so I had to drink what I have here. Um, I've got some squirt. The fuck have is you ever squirt? had squirt? <laughs> what is squirt? <laughs> sounds it's it's like it's like an energy drink what is this no it's just it's like orange soda soda, but if orange soda was grapefruit flavored oh it's got a yellow can yeah it's got a yellow can yeah oh cool yeah it's it's just like a it's like a c-tier soda 
and I just fucking came home one day and my roommate just like had a bunch in the fridge and I was like, what the fuck is this? And he was just like, it's squirt time, baby. And <laughs> I was like, okay. And then one night I was just, I was fucking, I was Patrick in that one episode of SpongeBob. I was just, you were squirt seat. <laughs> I was squirt seat. <laughs> I needed me a good thirst quencher and squirt literally says thirst quencher on the can. I'm looking at it right now. And it was also in the middle of the goddamn night. So I didn't want anything with caffeine in it. And squirt's also caffeine free. So it checked all the boxes. So I had one and I expected it to be gross. And no, I fucking loved it. Oh, sick. I got to yeah. try it. Yeah. yeah, get you. I mean, if you're ever given one, drink it. I wouldn't go out of my way to <laughs> buy it over anything else. Uh, yeah, because it, it tastes like less tooth rotting Fanta. Yeah. Like, you know, you take a sip of Fanta and it's like you can feel your gums just receding into your skull. Yeah, I can feel that. That's not <laughs> yeah. It's feeling. No. <laughs> but you know, it is a great feeling, Mitchell. That's Getting that. home after a long day, kicking your feet up and taking a nice long sip of McDonald's Sprite. People are going to think this shit's sponsored. This should be fucking sponsored, man. <laughs> I mean, I I'm sure on, uh, on Reddit, like trying to ask people what films reminded them of McDonald's Sprite. And the top comment on the post was like, I keep seeing shit about McDonald's Sprite. I was like, is this some weird guerrilla marketing campaign? It I, you know, I wonder if it is. I wonder if it's McDonald's doing some 900 IQ <laughs> 4D ass chess marketing campaign where instead of making instead of doing a campaign themselves they try and initiate people to do the campaign for them uh, yeah. but feel like they're doing it like organically out of their own volition Maybe. this is some inception type shit <laughs> the fucking ceo of mcdonald's just like leonardo dicaprio his way into my fucking brain <laughs> and implanted the idea and now we're sitting here fucking shilling out for mcdonald's but thinking it's out of our own accord yeah, man. I mean, someone responded to the post or to the comment. Well, I responded. I said, like, because I do actually work in marketing. And I was like, well, I do work in marketing. I do not work for McDonald's. And then yeah. someone else responded. He works for Sprite. And I was fucking <laughs> dead. <laughs> what uh, what other movies did people suggest? I got the list here if you want to. Dude, fucking out. please read it to me. That's so cool that people responded. Yeah, we got Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, I haven't seen that one, but neither have I. Yeah, we got Friday. Uh, oh Con hell Air. yeah! People, a lot of people commented Con Air. I've never seen it. Con Air, yeah, Con Air. It's got Nicolas Cage in it. Oh well, you know, I feel like that explains it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, if I like, I feel like Nicolas Cage in most of his movies is, you know, the physical embodiment of McDonald's Sprite and a human. Um, yeah. Have you ever seen Wild at Heart? The Dave yeah, Lynch movie. Yeah. I just fucking saw that recently for the first time. Yeah, that you think? would have actually been a fantastic pick for this episode. Oh, nice. Yeah, somebody Did else anybody... said uh, Starship Troopers, Wolf of Wall Street. You saw mm. that somebody said Showa. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Who the fuck said that? I don't know, but I guess it is a little punchy. I still have to watch it. Do you, uh, well, do you it's fucking know? Long. Show is eight hours long, dude. I know. I'm gonna be getting it soon. I oh, let are me you tell you something. Tell me something. I did it something very impulsive. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, do tell. Well, I sold like 95 percent of my Magic: The Gathering cards, 
Holy I still, shit. I still, I still have one commander deck, but then, um, so we'll see. Once I get that money from the sale, I'm going to fucking buy a shit ton of Criterions and show us Oh, man. Yeah. No way. Wait. Holy shit. That, that's got to be a good fucking chunk of change, right? Yeah, it's going to be about um, 80 total items like from the shop, you know? Oh, so, oh, did you sell them on like TCG Player? No, no. I meant like 80 different titles from Criterion, but some of them are box sets. Oh, like you're talking about like the equivalent... That's how many oh. items there are, but like Holy one of them is the Ingmar Bergman set. Yo, you're getting the Bergman box? Getting the Bergman box, and then oh, uh, all this man. world cinema projects. Yeah, dude. All yeah. right, talk to me before you break open the Bergman box. Ooh, I will. I've, I, I mean, I love my Bergie boy, and you haven't seen any of his movies, have you? No, none of them. Yeah. He's, I, you know, he has this one movie called Winter Light. That I feel like you could say is like a McDonald's Sprite in a really perverse way. <laughs> yeah. Cool. That sounds just, good. Yeah. I mean, just purely because of how it, it's like that movie strikes the fear of God in you. <laughs> and I mean, literally the fear of like God, like God oh, in you. Like a fucking ice cold, razor sharp, fucking level 10 spice mcdonald's sprite does so yeah no talk to me oh fuck man i totally should have recommended you and i should i should have recommended you a movie called cries and whispers for this Ooh, okay i don't know if any of our viewers have seen cries and whispers but it's uh i mean it's bergman and it's bergman at his most fucked up for lack of a better term okay and yeah it's a very colorful movie Wink, I see wink. red. Yeah. Nudge. Yeah, it's a very red movie. Dude, that sounds sick. Yeah. Oh, I mean, so there, cool. there were a lot of different ones we could have chosen for this prompt. Did I, you I wanted to do Punch Drunk Love, but I thought that was a little too obvious. Yeah. See, Punch Drunk, it would be like, yeah, I guess that is obvious now that I actually say the title of the name out loud. Um, yeah. yeah. I was thinking, uh, or did, did you suggest Le Bonaire? No, I, I didn't. I don't know who did. That that would have been a decent pick. Um, yeah. I know that's one we talked about in our recent episode. That's what nineteen sixty, I think. Agnes Varda. Um, yeah. What else did people suggest? Got some Kill Bill, American History X. Oh, have you yeah, seen Kill Hard Bill. Boiled? I have Hard? it on DVD, but not Criterion. It's out of print. I, what What is it? Oh my gosh! Maybe we do an episode on Hard Boiled. You know <laughs> the director John Woo. Have you seen anything by him? I, I know of him. I'm trying to think of if I've seen any any of his movies off the top of my head. What else has he done? Uh, let's see here. He's done Face Off, Mission Impossible. Uh, oh, John Woo. Okay. <laughs> done a lot of action movies. But this Hard. is like the craziest. Fo- look, Just look at the poster. <laughs> I'm looking at the fucking poster right now. This is ridiculous. But it's like an actual really good fucking movie. Like, I love it. And it's in the collection, but it's out of print. Um, okay, it's one of those out of yeah. No, those out of print criterions are pricey. Yeah, I just have a basic DVD of it that I got at like a thrift store. Yeah, before oh shit, that's that's probably a pretty fucking good find if it's an out of print Criterion. No, no, it's not Criterion. It's just oh a, oh, it's not. Cr- oh, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha it's just gotcha. a normal. I don't know because I was is. gonna say I really wanted uh, the out of print Criterion of Ran Ron uh, by Akira Kurosawa. But um, that is also out of print, or was out of print until 
Best Buy <laughs> recently did a 4K release. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, I got like a little steelbook of that movie, and I'm really happy. Nice. Um, yeah, what else are you fucking getting from your Magic the Gathering purge? Yeah, so it's about... I feel fucking shitty saying it because it's like such an impulse buy but also it doesn't feel like i'm spending any money you know what i mean because yeah it doesn't yeah and you know it's like a trade yeah, yeah it's like a trade yeah you're yeah it's a, a zero sum gain have you ever seen a rival <laughs> <laughs> i dig that i haven't seen a rival but i like the idea of that you haven't seen a rival i still have to see a rival i got a Bro. lot of here you ready i'm Bro. gonna go through the rundown very quickly all right well before you get into that i am gonna send you a blu-ray copy of arrival because i have oh nice thanks i i I literally i i bought like a lame ass like no slip cover just regular ass plastic case of arrival and then they came out with a steel book so i bought the steel book so i have an extra copy of arrival and i'm going to send it to you thanks man so after this text me your address i will do so all right hit me hit me with the list all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna try to go fast because it's fucking 80 things six mortal tales eric romer the Battle mm-hmm. of Algiers, Legit, mm-hmm. Sans Soil, Their Soleil, or whatever. A Sans Man Soleil. Escaped. Wait, is Sans Soleil the one that comes with La Jetée? Yeah, yeah. Okay, La don't Jeté. watch La Jetée, because that's on my list to recommend you for an episode. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, a Man Escaped, Minding the Gap, Wings of Desire, Still Walking, Jeanne Dielman, 23 Quatre, Trois Commerce, 1080 Brussels, <laughs> All That Jazz, Mulholland Drive, Taste of oh, Cherry, oh, Kanoa. Oh. A Shameful Memory, The Emigrants, The New Land, Rafifi, Manila, and The Claws of Light. A lot of them are just blind buys. I, I was going to say, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Celine and Julie go boating, boating. Ooh. Yeah. Secrets and Lies, Good Morning, All Three World Cinema Projects. Fuck uh, yeah. Love Streams, The Celebration, The Elephant Man, High and Low, A Brighter Summer Day, Showa. <gasps> Oh, oh. Ollie Fear Eats the Soul, Day Woo! for Night, <laughs> Three Women, Four Months, Three Weeks, and Two Days, Camera Person, Uncut Gems, Repo Man, Dazed and Confused, <laughs> Ghost World, Fast Times at Richmond High, Videodrome, The Game, Election, The Uninvited, The Brood, Carnival of Souls, Fantastic Planet, Straw Dogs, The Lure, The Devil's Backbone, Kronos, Pan's Labyrinth, Blue Velvet, <laughs> Barry yes! Linden, Mirror, The Ascent. Yes! The Wait, red mirror? shoes, yeah, mirror. Yes. <laughs> War and peace. Hoop dreams. Scenes from a marriage. The cranes are flying. Mishima of life and four chapters. Close up. Oh. Tokyo story. Rushmore <laughs> from Streetwise. Uh, Andre Rublev. Uh, Woman oh, in the God. Dunes. Damn. The Ingmar Bergman cinema box set. Lahaine. Eight hours don't make a day. Night and fog. Paris is burning. Akiru. The Human Condition, 12 Angry Men, 7 Samurai. Hikiri. Oh, you got fuck. Oh, oh, God, this is too much. Then just Decalogue <laughs> and come and see. Yeah. So all the- Fucking Christ, man. I'll be set for a while. Yeah. Bro, you have no idea what you're about to get into. <laughs> I've heard Decalogue you- is really sick, so I'm excited about that, too. I haven't seen Decalogue, but I've seen a lot of those on your Criterion list, and God damn. Oh, cool. I'm happy Jeez, I'm getting I mean, some fire. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, a lot of Kurosawa. High and Low is probably my favorite of his off that list. Seven Samurai Slaps, too. Um, God, yeah. The Bergman boxes alone is so fucking stacked. It's so worth it, right? It's got a lot. Uh, of- oh, dude, it's more worth it than anything I've ever fucking bought. <laughs> yeah. 
It's more worth it than my mattress. <laughs> but you know what it's not worth more, though? The What's refreshing that? cold taste <laughs> of a McDonald's Sprite. Get so, back I, mean, I, mean, I mean, to cap it off, what do you think? Blind spotting and speed racer. A good double feature? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> no, what I would mean, you pair speed racer with? Speed, oh, God. I mean, it's hard because it is a very long movie. And I almost kind of appreciate it as this singular experience. So it's like, you know, if I had my own indie theater and I was programming for it, I don't think I would ever do a double feature with it. I would want it to just be Speed Racer. Okay. But, um, okay. What about what about blind spotting? Do you have any ideas for that? Um, let's go. Let me go back to that list of other things that I threw together of like McDonald's Sprite films. Yeah, because um, I mean. Um, I mean, I feel like Get Out's definitely a good, uh, a good pick for that. It's kind of like it's got that same kind of like. I want to say, it's got that same kind of dread that kind of comes from just being in tune with the wavelength that the movie's on. Okay, beca- yeah. Because of that, you know, because because you're able to look a little bit closer, you know, you're just that much more horrified at what's happening. So, you know, I mean, I didn't get to mention this, but yeah fucking blind spotting was a stressful experience man because yeah there's just so many little things that you could you can just see in the back of your mind just turning into just a fucking catastrophe i think i think blind spotting would pair well with friday you know yeah yeah i mean one of uh what somebody suggested that right yeah 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 no god i haven't seen friday in a while man yeah that was i think that was the first blu-ray i ever bought Oh shit, cool. Cuz when I was when I was young, when I was like probably like 13, um my parents still wouldn't let me watch R-rated movies. But I found mm-hmm. out that Newberry Comics, um their used DVDs, they didn't like, you know, check your ID or question you at all if you tried to buy an R-rated movie on DVD. So, when I started really getting into movies and there would be like an R-rated movie I'd want to watch, um I would just go to Newberry Comics, buy the used DVD for like $5 or three bucks or like nice five for 10 or something like that and yeah so like all these put it in a different case it's like (laughs) (laughs) i don't even yeah i don't even i don't even remember what i did i think i just like i had like a shelf that was like double tiered with playstation 2 false shelf (laughs) (laughs) i had a secret lot i had a secret study behind the bookshelf no but literally i just i like hit them all behind like playstation 2 games and so they're like all these movies I watched during my very formative years of movie watching um, that I watched on DVD from Kudos of Newberry Comics. And I remember that's how I watched The Shining for the first time, uh, Black Swan. Does, does your mom know this? Have you told uh, her She knows something? it now, yeah. 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 And I mean, you know, she thinks it's kind of funny because I think she thinks, you know, not letting me watch R-rated movies at the time was also, you know, kind of kind of silly. So she doesn't care. Oh, okay, but, um, good. I mean, you know, I feel like, my my adventures in movie going have uh helped me get to where i am now so i don't think anybody's complaining yeah but cool yeah i like that god hell yeah man well any more thoughts before we wrap this uh before we get to the bottom of the can well do you want to pick a new prompt oh i would love to pick a new and announce it here on the uh on the and announce it here live not the picks but at least the uh the prompt 
the uh, oh yeah the the pro the the prompt live on air yeah let's do it man um did you have any in mind that you want to try out because i'm game for anything i think we came up with some really cool ones uh, we did and i'm rolling through the uh the text we sent each other now yeah um, i put everything in a doc on the drive there oh like you know what under assets. do you want to do you want to do the first one that i texted you that one night that we were texting a bunch of fucked up ideas back and forth uh, I, a, dude, I'm open to it. I, I don't know what it is, but I liked all of your ideas. <laughs> you're open. Let's yeah. do show me a popular movie's fucked up younger sibling. Okay, yeah, I dig it. Yeah, so like, for example, um, you could do like Jaws and like Sharknado. That would oh, be like yeah. a movie, and it's fucked up younger sibling. Um, like Star Wars and Spaceballs. Yeah, Star Wars and Space. Yeah, that's definitely a more lighthearted take. Yeah. Um, there's like some you could do like red shoes and black swan um now are you know, we kinda, going to watch both like is this gonna be a four film endeavor um it it, de- it depends i think i think you and i should just figure out our picks and then yeah. if the other one of us has not seen the more regular older sibling we can watch it if that's yeah. cool with you yeah, of course yeah fine by me cool all right i like so. this next prompt yeah, so next week on episode seven, um, show me a movie's fucked up younger sibling, which I am fucking excited for. Me too. It should be a good time. Hell yeah. Sweet. Anything else to add, my boy? No, this was a fun one. This was fucking, this was so fun. I'm, I'm very glad you got to see Speed Racer. I'm very glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, man. I and it. thank you for showing me blind spotting. I'm very glad I've seen that. Yeah, blind spotting. I think I've seen it like four or five times now, and I love it every time. Hell it's yeah. like better. Oh yeah. wait, wait. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? Is that uh, Cam coming in hot with the? That's Cam coming in with the outro music. Look hey. at that, Cam. Perfect timing. Nice. All right, we love you, buddy, and we love you too, viewers. Thank you for all of your engagement and your kind thoughts, and thanks for listening. Thanks. Until next week. Bye, guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.